The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. This is a presentation of the Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association Class AAA District 1 Championship Game, brought to you exclusively by the Tigers Radio Network on MarkLutzownFootball.com. As the holiday season arrives upon us this week, it brings with it many traditions that we all love. From Christmas lights to food to gifts to parties. And of course, football. Tonight, one team in the District 1 3A division is hoping to host an early party of their own as they get ready to complete a journey that began in the heat of the summer. A 13-week marathon that ends tonight inside Plymouth White Marsh Stadium. And the two teams looking to claim the District 1 title tonight are battle-tested and ready to fight for their place in the record book. For the top-seeded Academy Park Knights, tonight is an opportunity for them to win their second district title in three years and add to Delaware County's legacy of winning championships in District 1, as Delco teams have claimed 15 District 1 3A titles since 1993. As for their opponent, the two-seeded Upper Moreland Golden Bears are making their first-ever appearance in the District 1 3A title game and are riding a wave of momentum after overcoming a first-half deficit in the semis to advance to tonight's final. The Golden Bears will look to their defense in a strong ground game as they look to silence the Knights tonight. It's the District 1 championship game between the Academy Park Knights and the Upper Moreland Golden Bears next on the Tigers Radio Network. And now, calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Plymouth White Marsh High School Stadium, here is Jim Olsman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. Five, four. Good evening and welcome to this District 1 Class 3A Championship between the Upper Moreland Golden Bears and the Academy Park Knights on this beautiful Friday night from Plymouth White Marsh High School Stadium in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. The Knights are on a quest for an undefeated season as well as their second District 1 Championship in three years under head coach Jason Boshevsky. This squad relies heavily on the play of their stellar defense that only allows 5.6 points per game. Upper Moreland, on the other hand, are making their third appearance in the finals, last appearing in 2008 as well as 2006. The Golden Bears will look to put up points on the board against this stout defense, averaging a shade under 30 this season. Senior Rodney Morgan is the feature back who has gone for over 2,300 yards this season while also finding the end zone 22 times. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, and to my left, executive producer Jim Olsman. I'm Dave DePasco, and we are live for this District 1 Class 3A championship here at Plymouth White Marsh High School Stadium. Steve, this is the moment both teams have been waiting for all season. This is it. Yeah, as we heard in the intro, ever since the heat of August, all those workouts all off season, it comes down to this, this 13-week marathon. It ends tonight at Plymouth White Marsh. 
and it's for a District 1 title. Both these teams ready to go. Yeah, we had a happy Thanksgiving yesterday, but it's back to football tonight, and it's a clash between a Delco team and a team over in Bucks County, Upper Moreland. So it's going to be a great game, and you can you know, bet all your, all your money on it. Both these teams are going to be prepared to get after it tonight. We're going to send it down to the sidelines. Eric, what is the atmosphere like, as well as your thoughts for this upcoming championship game? Well, in terms of the atmosphere, it's not really very packed yet. Um, the Upper Moreland side's uh, definitely more more crowded than the Academy Park side right now. But hopefully in the next 10, 15 minutes we'll have a better crowd. But uh, in terms of the weather, it's beautiful out here. Um, in the 50s right now, it's not even windy at all. Um, so that's good. In terms of my thoughts of the game, you know, I was reading through the roster in Academy Park, and after I did some film study this week, they got some enormous guys on their line. You got a guy named Nikhil Jallo, senior, six four three sixty. That might be the biggest player that I've seen in in this thirteen uh, week marathon here. And also alongside him, you got Marion Holmes, and he's six two two seventy. So interesting uh, tonight. We'll see the size of the Academy Park Knights versus. Uh, the size of Upper Moreland, Connor Dolan and, and company over there. So that, that's something interesting that I noticed as well. Back up to you, Dave. Thank you, Eric. Steve, the old saying, defense wins champions, uh, championships, is something Academy, Academy Park would probably portray because they're 12-0, and 0, particularly because of the play of these guys on their defense. you got Port, Lee, Buchanan. The list goes on and on. 37 forced turnovers, 42, 42 quarterback sacks. This team... It's physical up front. That front seven is stout. Uh, the, the back four, their secondary led by Buchanan with nine interceptions. Um, you got a guy like Port, 11 and a half sacks. This team is well rested. Not many guys on the defense goes both ways. So they come out and they are hungry, um, only allowing 5.6 points a game. And uh, this is a very, very physical defense. And, you know, they've had a bunch of shutouts this year, held a lot of teams in single digits, and they're ready to go tonight. They are. They began this postseason knocking out Springfield Delco 14-7. to They followed up that performance in the semifinals against Great Valley. The Knights cruised to a 39-14 victory. Last week, they compiled 433 yards on, on offense, particularly because of the play of Jermaine Wesley, who ran for three touchdowns and a buck 37. Wesley, I mean, we, we saw a guy, Morgan, last week for Upper Moore, who we'll get to, but Wesley... Very good. Over 1,500 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns. And he's a lot of compliments around him. Moore's, you got a guy like Jawan Collins, who is an all-purpose player, had a huge year last year for Academy Park. And one of the things coming in this year, Coach Boszewski said, we have to get this guy to Baltimore. He is a playmaker, and he's been doing it all season long, receiving game, running game, played quarterback last week for the first time ever in the 33-14 to win over Great Valley to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of playmakers for this team, but Wesley is a guy to key on tonight. Tossed two touchdowns in his first attempt at quarterback. He has a total of 17 on this season, particularly their defense, though. It was only allowed up 68 points this season. That has to be shattering records. They got five shutouts in addition to five games where they let up seven points or less. Uh, I mean, we can't say enough about this defense. They've let it. You said defense wins championships. They're hoping to ride on this defense tonight. We've been we've seen great defense all season with Marple Newtown covering that great defense, uh, and then we have an opportunity to see another great defense tonight in Academy Park. And uh, these guys coming out to the field tonight, and we're just underway for this game, Dave. 
On the flip side, you have Upper Moreland, who is 10 and 2, hard fought battle. They must win the line of scrimmage tonight against a tough night defense. But we saw firsthand last week they were going to pound the ball with senior Rodney Morgan. Yeah, and he's got, you know, if you're Academy Park, that's who you're scouting all week, Rodney Morgan. I mean, he's having an outstanding year, over 2,300 rushing yards, 22 touchdowns, eight and a half yards per carry, almost rushing for 200 yards a game. Uh, but he has a tough task against this front seven of Academy Park. And as you said, Upper Moore, if they want to hang in this game, they have to win the line of scrimmage. We talked about, as Eric mentioned, Dolan, uh, their big 6'5 tackle. He's got to have a huge game tonight mm-hmm. against guys like Port and others uh, because this team rides through Morgan, and if he has a bad game, Upper Moore is going to struggle. They have to get him going early and often. With over 2,300 yards, Morgan's been a feature back, especially in the playoffs. He's compiled 560 yards and recorded six touchdowns in their playoff run. The road so far for the Golden Bears. They got hit the ground running. They ran by Pottstown 33-6. to They followed up performance by defeating Marple Newtown in the final minutes to make it 28-20. to Particular play to keep an eye on as well as Morgan is Nick Pagano. In addition to Nick DeLucas, they came up big last week. DeLucas, he's a key player to watch. You said Pagano up, but DeLucas, he made some touchdown saving tackles last week. Just uh, all-around football player for... Uh, Upper Moreland, uh, he does a little things. You're not going to see a lot of stats on him, but he does a lot of little things on special teams, offense, and defense. Got to keep an eye on him um, to really uh, help this team out. And, you know, their quarterback, Decker, who is, uh, you know, made some big-time throws last week, so he's got to be ready to go when he's called upon because, again, you're going against a very good defense. If Morgan is stopped, other guys have to step up. DeLucas, Pagano, Decker, they're guys to look at. Absolutely, as both teams find their way onto the field. Academy Park in their blue unis as they head to midfield for the coin toss. Upper Moreland is all white on the far side. And this is Academy Park's second game here this season. They defeated Plymouth Whitemarsh at the beginning of October, 49-35. So they played at the stadium. They play the stadium every other year because Plymouth Whitemarsh is in their uh, conference. So this is... You know, familiar territory for uh, Upper Moreland. Not that, you know, it's going to have much to do with this game, but, you know, just a side note. Thank you, Steve, as the coin toss is underway. Academy Park wins the toss. They elect to defer. Upper Moreland will begin this game receiving the ball. Academy Park will defend the West goal. So we're going to see firsthand what Rodney Morgan can do to begin this game. Yeah, I mean, Academy Park, I like them going on defense first. They set a tone for this team. This team goes through their defense, just like Upper Moreland gets started with Morgan running the ball. So we have both their strengths of either team going at it first. So it's going to be interesting to watch how this game starts off. Quickly, key to the game, Steve. Key to the game for Upper Moreland. They have to limit turnovers. They had four last week against Marple Newtown in their win, and they have to to dominate the line of scrimmage to get Morgan going and for uh, Academy Park, stop the run first and get a lead early. They haven't been playing from behind all season. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto and Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, where they have been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. 
And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto and Tire, have a happy and safe holiday season. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarkleNewtownFootball.com. We welcome you back after the playing of the National Anthem. Steve, continue your thoughts for the keys to the game. Yeah, we were talking about before we got went to the break for the National Anthem. That was very well done by Upper Moreland. Um, stopped the run first for Academy Park. They have to stop Morgan. Again, this front seven is stale. Let's see if they can continue their success. And then they have to get the lead early because they haven't been playing from behind all season long. Their only game that they were playing from behind was that last game of the year to clinch the Del Valle title against Interboro, uh, where they came back and one with two minutes left, seven to six. So they're not that they can't respond from in a, being in a deficit, but they know, you know, 12 out of 13 games or 11 out of 12 games so far, they've been playing with a lead. So it's important for them to get on the board early. Especially turnover margin. The Golden Bears did have four turnovers last week. They're lucky to come away with that, especially with Academy Park. They're going to try and find a way to get the ball back to their offense that likes to pound them on the ground. Kicking off are the Knights. It's going to be number six, Clarence Buchanan, kicking off the senior defensive back who has also nine interceptions on the season. Yeah, remarkable. Old Delco player coming from last year. Had six last year. He felt that was a lot. Nine so far this year. Uh, He's tremendous in the secondary for Academy Park. I mean, from all levels, D-line, linebacker, and quarter of the secondary, this is a very, very good defense. Back to return for the Golden Bears is Morgan as well as DeLucas. Warlow's going to go on and get this kick started, though. Nelson Marlowe is a senior, 5'7", buck 60. He gets the signal. And this championship game is underway. It is a squib kick. It's going to be bounced. And there's a penalty to begin this game, Steve. Yeah. Uh, County Park went offside. And a little pooch kick to start the game. They want to keep it away from number five, Morgan, who can definitely do something with the ball. And looks like Upper Moreland's going to choose to, uh, I'm not sure if they get the choice, but nonetheless, County Park's going to re-kick. They're going to move him back five yards for the penalty. And another thing Academy Park might have seen, a 10-man wedge. You don't see many teams run it as 10 guys form mm-hmm. a wedge with the return man, and it's very hard to break that. You have to be patient. and not you know If you all attack at once, there's a seam here or there that the returner can hit. So that is probably why Academy Park is uh, pooching it. Warlow kicks it. He bombs it. It's going to be on the 20 20- Four-yard line for DeLucas, who's going to plow his way along the far side. They're going to spot it down at the 37-yard line to begin this game with 11.52 on the clock. 
Burnside and Port in on the tackle for the Knights. As Upper Morner has pretty decent field position to start off this game. Casey Decker comes out. He is the main quarterback for the Golden Bears. He has found the end zone 21 times, 10 times through the air, 11 on the ground. As he comes out, spread formation, play action pass. Decker's going to roll to his right. He's going to find his target along the sidelines. He's going to come across the 50-yard line and cut down at the 47-yard line of the Knights. Buchanan in on the tackle. Love the play call by Upper Moreland. Academy Park knows about their uh, running back Morgan. Going to pound the ball this time. Play action. Roll out to the right. He finds his man to Lucas in the flat. Lucas turns up the field and gets a first down to start off the ball game. Love the execution there and play call by Upper Moreland. Golden Bears come out. Ball spotted on the 47-yard line. First down and 10. Two wide receivers on the near side. They're going to man in motion. I formation. It's going to go to Morgan on the far side. He's going to find the crease, and he's going to bounce off two knights and pick up another first down. Outstanding running there by Morgan. He slips through a crack and has some open room as he gets to the second level, and he's finally brought down, but not before another first down. So back-to-back first downs, and we've been praising this defense of Academy Park. So unfamiliar territory for them letting up two back-to-back first downs to start off the game 10-yard carry balls on the 37 i formation is going to go to morgan once again he's going to get a full head of steam but not before a pile of knights jump on him after three number 53 in on the stop there for the knights Corey simmons the junior defensive lineman and academy park going double tight they have a full house backfield so they got a lot of lead blockers there for morgan and it's just straight-up football, man-on-man, man, trying to get as many yards as you can. Ball's on the 34, second down and seven. Full house backfield. It's going to be a fake to Morgan, and it's, he's going to keep it. It's going to be a handoff to Morgan. They run that option, Steve, which can be lethal. Yeah, a little midline read there with Decker. He'll pull it sometimes, or he'll give it to Morgan. This time he gives it to Morgan, and he gets close to a first down. Ball is spotted on the 29-yard line, setting up third down and two. You have a full house backfield, Steve. Explain to what you're seeing up front. Well, it's just man-on-man. Man. Uh, you see a lot of on-blocks. You see the guy, as you see Academy Bark stuff in the middle there. It's going to go to Morgan. He's going to be hitting the backfield, and he is going to be about a yard short. Good job by the Knights' stout defense. Same type of play this time, and you see Academy Park adjusted. They had a few extra linemen down, moved up their linebackers closer to the line of scrimmage, and they sent a few guys there through the A-gap, and they stopped Number five, Morgan. So it's going to be fourth down and short. Obvious four down territory for Upper Moreland. Absolutely. Early on, 0-0 at 9.30 here in the first quarter. Golden Bears going for it on fourth down and one. It's going to be a quarterback keeper by Decker. He's going to pick it up and get more. He's going to find his way down to the 20. Very good play call there. You don't give Academy Park a lot of time for the linebackers to react there. As if you're, you know, you're going to hand off the ball to Morgan. The play has to develop. You give the linebackers an opportunity to read it, run downfield. This time, quick snap. Morgan or Decker takes it and plunges forward with some help, and picks up a much-needed first down for Upper Moreland on this drive. Upper Moreland driving on this opening drive. Full house backfield balls on the twenty. But there is flags thrown. Most likely going to be on the offense. Steve. Yeah, couldn't see any movement, but. 
They're going to give an illegal procedure against the Golden Bears. That will back them up five yards, first down and 15 from the 25. Must have been the slightest of the mo- of movement. But the far line judge saw it through the flag, and after picking up that first down and fourth, Academy Park's going to have to back up five yards. So first down and 15. Backer comes out. They're going to have one wide receiver to the near side. I formation. It's going to be a counter play to Morgan, who's going to weave his way through one defender and pick up the penalty yardage. Nice play design there. Fake it to the left. Come back to the right on the counter play. Off tackle for Morgan. He picks up those penalty yards. But a good job by Academy Park. First, they looked like they were going to get beat, but they did a good job recovering. Very fast. They can move very well laterally and swarm to the ball as they did there. So second down and 11. 8.20 to go here in the first quarter. Early on, Rodney Morgan has five carries for 23 yards to begin this game. Eight minutes to go, second down and 11. I formation, two wide receivers. Decker's going to give it a play action. He's rolled to his left. He has his man at the 15 in DeLucas, and he is going to fight down to the 13. Stopped by Teddy Wright, the junior safety. Decker this time, fake toss to the right. Rolls out to his left and finds DeLucas again wide open in the flat. So two pass plays so far on this drive. DeLucas has been wide open in that flat. That'll happen when you're keen on a running back like Morgan. And DeLucas able to turn off the field, get close to a first down. Five-minute drive here for the Golden Bears. Third down and three from the 13. Full house backfield for Decker. He's going to hand the ball off to Morgan. He's going to go off tackle, and he's going to take a few nights with him, and he is going to pick up the first down. Morgan breaks a tackle and lunges forward for a first down. Very hard running by him. Very determined to pick up a first down. going to be first down and goal here on the first drive for the Golden Bears. That is correct, Steve. First down and goal from the 8-yard line. Golden Bears, full house backfield once again. Decker gets the snap. He's going to fake it. He's going to keep it on himself, and he is going to walk in for an opening drive touchdown. There you go, that midline read. They're going to key on Morgan this time. Decker pulls it, runs to the outside. He can run. He runs off tackle. Nobody there, and he walks his way into the end zone. Opening drive touchdown for Upper Moreland. Decker's 12th rushing touchdown of the season as the Golden Bears... Get on the board. Six to nothing here with 6.59 on the clock. Pending the extra point by Randy Neal. The junior kicker gets set. Clean snap. The kick is up. The kick is good. Golden Bears lead here. Seven nothing with 6.59 in this championship game. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Kicking, and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 359 
610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back. 10 play, 63 yards, capped off by a Decker touchdown. Gives the Golden Bears an early 7-0 lead. So Academy Park calling for the second time this season, playing from behind. Very impressive drive and play calling there on the opening drive by Upper Moreland. Saw them pounding Morgan here and there, and then a little dosage of a few play-action passes to find the Lucas in the flat and to cap it off with a keeper for the eight-yard touchdown run by Decker. Collins and Buchanan back to return the meal kick. It's going to be a squib kick. It's going to be returned from the 35. The Knights find the lane, and it's going to be pitched to a man at the 45. Buchanan tosses it back to Collins. He's still on his feet. He's at the 40, 30, 25, 20. He's got one man to beat, and he is going to be knocked out of bounds by number 12, Ryan Norton. But it's going to set up nearly first down and goal for the Knights. Wow, what a crazy t- turn of events there. Looked like Upper Moore had a chance to get it was just a little bloop kick there. Not an onside, but a little pooch kick. And Upper Moore was able to handle And then three laterals. And next thing you know, they're down inside the 15-yard line. First down and 10, 6.43 on the clock from the 12-yard line after the crazy three lateral play to kick it off. Collins is in the backfield. They're going to spread him out. Four wide receivers. Trips to the far side. Read option is going to go to Wesley. He's going to find a crease on the far side. He is going to find his way down to the six. It's going to pick up about six yards. Inside zone play there on the read option for Academy Park. And right when they take all the air out of the stadium for AP, what a way to get it back on that return. And... They're set up right inside their 10-yard line on second down. Wesley had three touchdowns last week, trying to find the end zone early on here. Three wide receivers set. It's going to be a handoff to Wesley. He's going to plow over one defender at the goal line and get in the end zone. What a play by Wesley. And look at that explosion there by Wesley up the gut and just lowers his shoulder into the end zone. Quick score there, two-play drive after an incredible kick return. That's how you get back in the ball game if you're Academy Park. Academy Park is lining up, it appears to be, for the extra point. They have after team on the near side, about three players on the far side. Collins is lined up with Wesley. It's going to be a two-point conversion attempt, and he is going to jump past the Wesley who is not going to be in the end zone. It's going to be complete to Wesley, but he's going to be denied the two-point conversion. The Golden Bears hold on. 7-6 to six here. It's a wild one, Steve. 6.06 on the clock in this District 1 Class 3A championship game. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto and Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania. 
where they've been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto and Tire, have a happy and safe holiday season. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. Welcome back. Two plays, 12 yards. Wesley finds the end zone, but the two-point conversion is no good. Golden Bears lead 7-6. to six. Warlow kicks this one away. It's going to be returnable for DeLucas from the 15-yard line. He's going to get a crease on the far side. He's going to plow his way to the 30, about the 34-yard line, Steve. So AP able to answer answer an opening drive by the Golden Bears, helped by a huge kickoff return. We talked about three laterals to get him inside the 15-yard line and set them up on a two-play scoring drive. Two-point conversion failed, but AP right back in this ball game, down by one. We're going to sit down to the silent. Eric as first down and 10 from the 33. Wild one early on. Man, the Academy Park team ran down the sidelines and almost ran me over after that uh, kickoff with all the laterals. And then that run by Wesley, imagine playing Madden and you hit the truck stick. That's exactly what happened for our listeners out there. That was an amazing run by Academy Park. Way to answer. Thank you, Eric. As the handoff goes to Morgan, he's going to be stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Good job by a nice to adjust. Corey Simmons, number 53, the junior D lineman, in on the stop there. But as you said, good job to adjust there. They made some adjustments because a lot of these guys don't play both ways. So they come off the side and they can make some adjustments and, and get back out there. And they do a good job there on first down. Dagger comes out. Ball is spotted on the 33, second down and 10. Full house backfield. It's going to go to Morgan, and he is going to be hit at the line of scrimmage and plowed backwards as a group of Knights throw him down. Morgan hits the wall there, tries to go to off tackle to the right side, but it's met immediately by one of the Knight defenders. Number 18 this time in on the stop. Burnside, the senior, de-tackle. They're going to give Morgan a yard. Third down and nine from the 34. Just under five minutes to go. Golden Bears trying to tack on another score. They're going to come out. Trips formation to the near side. One wide receiver to the far side. Morgan the lone back. Decker rolls. It's going to be a swing pass to Morgan who is hit in the backfield. Great job by the Knights defense. Will McQueen, one of their leading tacklers on the team. And with a huge stop there, Uppermore trying to set up a screen pass to Morgan, but nothing doing as a late flag comes out. This looks, looks like it's going to be a dead ball foul as well after the whistle. And it looks like it may be on Academy Park, and this will be huge. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct against the Knights. That will give them an automatic first down. Big call here in the first quarter, Steve. Didn't see anything there. I saw McQueen's, you know, excited. Didn't see any taunting, but they call it unsportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike contact. Not sure if some words were exchanged or not, but nonetheless, it's going to give 
Upper Moreland a free set of downs after doing nothing on three consecutive plays. First down and 10 from the 46. I formation, two wide receivers to the near side. Knights apply pressure. Flag is thrown. To see if they call encroachment or false start. It's going to be an interesting call here. It's going to be encroachment against the Knights. Back-to-back penalties gives them another five yards. So you have to see the the Golden Bears capitalize on this drive, Steve. Yeah, they've gained zero yards. They've actually went backwards, but have gained 20 yards on penalties. Balls in Knight territory as the handoff goes to Morgan on the far side. He finds a way to get two yards before a group of Knights hit him backwards. Once again, Simmons in on the tackle. He's been all over the field tonight. Morgan gains about one yard there. But you can just see this AP defense, how fast they are as they just swarm to the ball. And 53, uh, Simmons, he may have been the last penalty because he's coming out of these great tackles, but it, it, celebrating like he's in the NFL, Steve. Second down and four from the 48, I-formation. Two wide receivers. Decker's going to be a fake to Morgan, and he is going to dump it down to DeLucas, who's going to get a block, and it's going to be a flag at the 40 for a block in the back as DeLucas gets down to the 30, but that one's going to be coming back. Yeah, didn't hit him much, but just got him, just tapped him a little bit in the back, and you have to call that one, but DeLucas once again in the flat on that play-action rollout, and he's been wide open on three different occasions, but this time it's going to go on Upper Moreland. They're going to move. Eric, you're right on top of that. What did they call? Yeah, referee called block in the back on Upper Moreland there. Unfortunate because, uh, you know, DeLucas had a nice block, would have had the first down, but... Block in the back right in front of the official. He had to call that. Thank you, Eric. Negates the big play, but still has second down and seven with three minutes to go. Seven to six, Golden Bears here in the first quarter. Trips to the far side. Morgan, the lone back. It's going to be a rollout by Deckers looking down the field. Has nowhere to go. He's just going to tuck it underneath, and he is going to gain three to four yards. He's going to find his way down to the 40 Seven-yard line. Smart play there by Decker. Rolls out, sees nobody open, and just tucks in and gains a few yards there to get some penalty yards back. And going to bring up third down and three for Upper Moreland. Ball's on the 47. Does under 2.30 to go here in the first quarter. Full house backfield for Decker. Handoff goes to Morgan. It's going to be a fake, and he is going to keep it and pick up the first down. Good job, by the quarterback in Decker. Pick number five is in on this tackle there. Teddy Wright, the junior safety. But so far they have not accounted for Decker as he pulls on those midlines. He fakes it to number five Morgan as he's done it a couple times, including their first touchdown out of the game, the opening drive touchdown. But they have not accounted for Decker. And that's just something, hey, you know, you can beat us with your legs, but we're not going to let number five beat us. Four carries, 25 yards, and a touchdown. As Morgan gets the handoff off the near side, he weaves his way to the 40. He's going to gain two, but Decker has found the end zone once, and they're chewing up a lot of clock. Port this time in on the stop as he trips up Morgan. and That's what they do. They chew up a lot of clock, and when they do pass it, it's short passes in the flat. Five minutes to 53 seconds here in the first quarter, Steve. Second down and eight from the 40. 
Two wide receivers to the far side. I formation for Decker. It's going to be a handoff to Morgan up the gut. He makes one man miss and then hits a wall. And he's going to be stopped. Hard to tell these numbers out there, but they stop for a short gain. As there's about one minute to go in this first quarter. And Upper Moreland moving very methodically down the field as they did last week in their win over Marple Newtown. But as we saw last week, Marple Newtown getting scored on early and then their defense coming, you know, really adjusting on Morgan. We've seen the same from Academy Park thus far on the second drive. Third down and four from the 37. 40 seconds remaining. It's going to be a pitch to Morgan on the far side. He's going to get a crease and he is going to dive. The ball is loose. The ball is loose. A pile is down at the 35-yard line, Steve. It appears the Golden Bears jumped back on top of it. You couldn't see if that was a flag, but it looked like it was a beanie that the side judge threw. Or maybe it was a flag. It was a flag. Excuse me. It looked like a beanie when the ball was loose. It's going to go against Academy Park, and that's going to give him another first down. I believe, Eric, that was a face mask? Yeah, referee signal face mask on Academy Park there, so that makes it... 35 yards on penalty yardage for on up on Academy Park. Thank you, Eric. Penalties have continued to plague the Knights. And this one's this one's actually just going to be a five yarder. But they need they got the five yards yeah. to get that first down. So it's going to be first down and ten from the 28. 34 seconds remaining. Official timeout as the player has to be subbed. Checking into the game is number 34 of the night, Jeremy Dembry. Decker goes under center. Full house backfield for Morgan. It's going to be a handoff. It's going to be a play action pass by Decker. He's looking down the field. He's going to get to the sidelines and run out of bounds to pick up a few yards. Yeah, he was trying to find his intended Wide receiver looked like Ryan Norton, number 12, but he was double covered, nothing doing. So Decker does a good job of just tucking it in and picking up three yards on first down. They spot the ball at the 25. That's going to be second down and seven with 22 seconds here in the first quarter. Good balance of offense and defense by the Golden Bears early. I formation, two wide receivers. They're going to put Pagano in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Morgan off the far side. He puts his shoulder down, and he is going to be close to the first down. And he's right at the yard mark. It looks like he's going to be a, a little bit short, depending on where it's spotted. But you should they put it, number 25, Pagano in motion. They run to that side, to the right side. And he finds a crease, and they're going to mark it. Third down and inches. Third down and inches, and that will conclude the first quarter. The Golden Bears have a 7-6 to six lead early on. You are listening to this presentation of District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, If you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. 
Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back to the second quarter. Academy Park comes out on defense. It's going to be third down and inches from the 18 as this has been a 12-play and counting drive. Yeah, moving very methodically down the field. We saw this last week. And, you know, they get two, three yards here and there, and they'll come at you with either a rollout pass play action or something up the middle with Morgan, but they just chip away and pick up first downs, as they're doing right now. Decker comes out, empty backfield, five wide receivers. It's going to be a quarterback sneak, and he is going to die forward. He's going to get that inch, Steve, and keep this drive alive. They go five wide. They spread out the defense. And they sneak it right up the middle, right off the right side of the center. And Decker lunges forward to keep this drive going. First down for Upper Moreland. First down and 10 from the 15. In this drive, it's been 13 plays for 52 yards. Several penalties on third down, though, have allowed the Golden Bears to drive. Decker comes out. Trips formation to the far side. In the slot is the Lucas. Empty backfield. He's going to look that way. Play is going to be blown dead. And the Golden Bears burn a timeout. We will step aside as well. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto and Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, where they have been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto and Tire, have a happy and safe holiday season. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. Welcome back. First down and 10 from the 15. Empty backfield. For Decker, five wide receivers. He's going to put Morgan in motion. It's going to be a fake to Morgan. It's going to be a handoff to DeLucas. There is a flag on the play as the Golden Bears will lose a few. They spread out five wide once again. They put Morgan in motion to the backfield and do a quick fake toss him, counter inside. It's going to be a legal shift. Two men in motion for Upper Moreland. They're going to decline the penalty as the handoff to DeLucas lost about two or three yards. They're going to spot the ball on the 18. Yeah, you take that penalty there. You get minus three plus the down. 
Second down and 12 from the 18. Of 11.15 to go in the second quarter. I formation. It's going to be a fake to Morgan. He's going to back. He's going to look to throw it. He loses one defender. Throws it. Finds his man in Pagano at the five after a huge hit by Buchanan. He reels it in. What an outstanding play and poised by Decker. They once again fake the toss, roll out to the right. He wanted to throw that back to his yeah, left. They were going to throw, and it looked like the same touchdown they scored on last week before the halftime against Marple Newtown. On the screen, little throwback to Morgan, but it was well covered there, and Decker stays in the pocket and delivers a strike to Pagano as he gets blasted, but holds on to the ball. Buchanan blasts the receiver, but doesn't matter, Steve. Third down and one. He didn't find a way to get the sticks. Handoff goes to Morgan. He's going to put his head down. It's going to depend on the spot. He's going to be right at the marker. We're going to send it to our man down the sideline. Eric, he have a clear view. Yeah, referee signal first down. Morgan got it by a couple inches there. He just lunged forward and uh, picked up the first. And uh, Upper Moreland is inside the 10-yard line of Academy Park. Thank you, Eric. First down and goal from the 4-yard line. Decker gets the call. You got four downs here. 17th play of this drive coming up. Morgan should get the ball on each down. Full house backfield. It's going to be a pitch to Morgan. He's going to get to the corner. He reaches. He gets the pylon. Touchdown, Golden Bears. Another good play call there. Instead of running up the gut, that's what County Park is, is expecting. You pitch it outside, get the edge with Morgan. He just gets in and crosses the pylon. Touchdown, Upper Moreland. It's going to be a four-yard touchdown for Morgan. He's going to attack on to his record as he has 23 touchdowns in counting this season. In the kick, the extra point is Randy Meal. Okay, Upper Moreland has been able to get the edge so far on two consecutive touchdowns. Clean snap, the kick is up. The kick is good. Upper Moreland takes a 14-6 lead here with 10-02 remaining in the second quarter. You are listening to this District 1 Class 3A championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610 610- Three five nine eight four five four. Seventeen plays, sixty-seven yards, capped off by a Morgan four-yard touchdown to the corner. Gives the Golden Bears a fourteen to six lead. In the kick, this one away is Randy Meal. Back to return is Buchanan and Collins. Two touchdowns for Upper Moreland. This first half gives them fourteen to six lead, and we saw both to the right side on the edge. They've been getting the edge on. Academy Park on that right side. First touchdown was with Decker. The second one was a toss to Morgan. Neal boots it to the left side. It's going to be caught from the 29 by Academy Park. 
I wasn't quite able to read the number. I believe that's number one, DeAndre Covert, the wide receiver. Yeah, Covert got it there. No pitches this time as the county park is going to be set up with some decent field position at their own 39-yard line. First down and 10 from the 39. A little different for us this time. They began the game. Ball was spotted on their own 12. This time it's going to be from the 39 with 9.56 to go in the second quarter. Very interested to see how County Park will respond here down 14-6. to six. Spread formation, four wide receivers. As Collins is the quarterback, he's going to put a man in motion. It's going to be... A handoff to Wesley off the far side, and he is going to be bottled up behind the line of scrimmage. Good job by number 55, Kevin O'Donnell, to blow that play up. They do a fake jet dive play. They fake the jet to their wide receiver, hands it off to Wesley inside, but he is met immediately and swarmed by a bunch of Upper Moreland defenders. Going to bring up second down and 13. Loss of three on the play. The Knights come out this time. Spread formation once again. They're going to bring out trips to the near side. One wide receiver to the far side. Wesley the back on Collins' left hip. It's going to be an option. It's going to be a keeper by Collins who's going to run it back to the side and get leveled at the 45-yard line. Number 50, Christian Lane, and laid the hammer. There you go. Collins is hit hard, but very good play by Collins there. They run to the left side, has that option man, Wesley, but decides to tuck it in, cut back inside, pick up a good amount of yards, and then gets hit immediately, but shows his toughness to get right up and get the play call from his coach. Third down and five from the 44 with 8.30 to go. Flag is thrown before this play can occur. It's going to be a sideline warning against the Golden Bears. The next time they will be penalized. We saw that last week, Steve. Knights line up. It's going to be a bunch formation to the near side. Wide receiver to the far side from the 44. Collins gets the snap. It's going to be a handoff to Wesley, and he is off to the races. He's going to juke one defender. He is going to be spotted at the 35. Wesley can sure... Have some moves. Yeah, he, he he cuts on a dime back and forth trying to find some room. But once he gets to the second level, I Steve, mean, he is hard to tackle. Every big play, though, out of the, this Knights team is always ended with some type of excla- exclamation point on the field by the players. And I hope it doesn't bite them in the end. Trips formation to the near side. Collins throws it to number two. His wide receiver, but dropped by Burden incomplete. It seemed to be a screen pass being designed, Steve. Good job by a line judge to determine if that was a forward pass. We know we had some uh, issues with that previous games this year. Line judge uh, wasn't sure, called the fumbles out there, but good job by the line judge out here to uh, rule that an incomplete pass. Bringing up second down and 10 from the 35-yard line. Collins is going to bring out spread formation. Four wide receivers. Wesley's on his right hip this time. Have a man in motion. It's going to be a fake jet sweep. It's going to be a keeper by Collins who puts his head down. He escapes 
one defender, not another. Ball is spotted on the 31. It's going to be a gain of four. They go with a QB counter there off the jet. So they like to run that jet out of the shotgun. Either run a dive off it to Wesley or a counter with Colin. This time the counter comes. And they pick up four yards to bring up third down and six. Third down and six. Ball is spotted on the 31 with 7.30 to go in the second quarter. The Golden Bears tacked on two early touchdowns. It's going to lead 14-6. to six. Knights are knocking on the door, though. Three wide receivers. Collins is going to pitch it to Wesley on the near side, and he is going to be hit in the backfield. Number 40. Number 65, Connor Dolan. We said his name in pregame. Yeah, he's a big boy in there, and he breaks through the line of scrimmage, gets in the backfield, and brings down Wesley. After Wesley takes the pitch, pitch left from Collins, but it's met immediately. So bring up fourth down and eight. County Park's going to leave their offense on the field. This is about no man's land, so, uh, you know, the right call here to go for it. Loss of two, fourth down and eight from the 33. going to be a timeout on the field by the Golden Bears. We're going to step aside. The Golden Bears lead 14-6 to with 6.34 on the clock. You are listening to this presentation of the District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto & Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, where they have been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto and Tire. Collins in the shotgun, four wide receivers. Wesley is on his left hip, fourth down and eight. He's going to roll to his right, and a free blitzer misses Collins. He lose one, he won't elude the second one. He's still on his feet, not blown dead. They're going to roll him all the way back to the line of scrimmage. He is going to be tackled by number 32. That is Bernardo Perjanos. Great job by the secondary of Upper Moreland. Nothing doing for the receivers of Academy Park. So Collins tucks down. Does some great job with his footwork to elude a few defenders. It looks like he was ripped down, but stays on his feet, and it's finally brought down. So a huge... Huge play there by the Upper Moreland defense as they're going to take over with a 14-6 lead. First down and 10 from the 33. Upper Moreland takes over. 6.23 remaining in the second quarter. If you're Upper Moreland, you want to drain this clock as much as you can and try to end it with a touchdown to go into the half. I formation. Put a man in motion. It's going to be pitched to the far side in Morgan. He's going to get the corner. A flag is thrown at the line of scrimmage. He goes airborne and taken down at the 40. It looks like this one's coming back. Yeah, the split end with a grab. Had his hands on the outside. Line judges right on it as they run. A little motion there. Toss left as the split end comes down the crack 
the defender, but instead of cracking him, he gets a little grab, and that's going to come back. Holding against Upper Moreland, that's going to back them up. It's going to be first down and 16 from the 27. It's hard for these running football teams, though, Steve, when you get penalties like that, especially when you're not throwing it down the field. High formation, two wide receivers to the far side. It's going to be a fake counter to Morgan. Decker's looking, and he's going to lo- loft it to DeLucas. He's at the 50. He gets a block. He's still on his feet. Finally taken down by Buchanan, down at the 41-yard line of the night. We saw that last week to seal the deal against Marble Newtown, Steve. Great play by Decker. Yeah, Decker rolls out to the left. Looks like a backside drag by DeLucas, who once again is wide open for the fourth time tonight, and he picks up a good chunk of yards into AP territory. 32-yard pitch and catch from Decker to DeLucas. Play action has been their strong suit for the Golden Bears. They're keeping AP very honest with these play action passes. Very bounced attack. First down and 10 from the 41. Morgan is going to be hit in the backfield. That's going to be a loss of about two or three. Brought down by Jeremy Denbury, the senior. Morgan's last carry is going to lose one yard. They're going to back him up to the 42-yard line. It's going to be a rollout by Decker. He's rolling out to the far side. He's going to hit his target in DeLucas, who's going to get, pick up the first down and be hammered out of bounds. Ball is going to be spotted on the 25. Stopped by Brown. Devontae Brown, the junior strong safety, but another extended play by Decker. who has been having himself a great first half, and he just lobs the pass right over the defender's head into DeLucas. Hands for another first down. DeLuke has been all over the field. The junior quarterback is 7 for 7, 90 yards, and he has that bootleg touchdown. And he was one of the players to watch for me. Because, you know, with this very stout defense for Upper Dar- or excuse me, Academy Park, you, know, you have to sometimes rely on your quarterback, Decker, to make some plays, and he has so far. They're going to spot the ball in the 26, but Academy Park is going to burn a timeout. We're going to keep it here as the Golden Bears have been able to run against this very stout Academy Park defense. I mean, they've only allowed 5.6 points per game, Steve. They shut out five opponents. It seems to... The line of scrimmage battle's been heavily in the favor of Upper Moreland. Yeah, Upper Moreland's come ready to play tonight, and I think it's going to be something that Ken Burke has to adjust at halftime. They're going to make some adjustments. They're going to come out a little stronger, I think, into the third quarter. Um, but they are going to have to make some adjustments here as, you know, they haven't been used to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many teams have had a lot of success on offense on them. And uh, But Upper Moreland, you know, as you get further into the season, further into the playoffs, you're going to face... You know, tougher teams, and uh, Upper Moreland has uh, been doing very good so far up front in this first half. Thoughts along the sidelines, Eric? Definitely a little surprised here. I mean, the last drive for Upper Moreland, Academy Park had a lot of penalties against them, but still, Casey Decker, very impressed with him keeping the play alive and hitting DeLucas pretty much all night. 
Full House backfield is going to be a keeper by Decker to the far side. He's going to find his way for a yard or two, but nothing much after that. Fake midline rolls out to the left, and nothing doing as Dembry and his counterpart Port in on the stop for Academy Park. Going to bring up second down and nine. Second down and nine from the 25, four minutes to go. Golden Bears have two wide receivers to the near side. Decker's going to roll to his right. He's going to throw back to his left. He's going to find the man in Norton. He's going to stay on his feet, tripped up after a gain of three. That play could have been huge for Upper Moreland, but a great, great open field tackle initially. But it looked like Buchanan, who tripped up number 12, Norton, of Upper Moreland. And he was finished off by his teammate. But uh, could have been a lot of yards there for Upper Moreland. But Buchanan comes up and makes a nice play there. Great open field tackle. Critical third down and six from the 22. Golden Bears have two wide receivers in the near side. I formation. Handoff goes to Morgan off the near side. He is going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. Nothing more after a yard. Big fourth down and five. Good stop there by the left side of the defense of Academy Park. They come in low on Morgan and swipe him down for a short gain. A big, big fourth down here for Academy Park. They need to make a stop here. This will be huge for them, even if they don't do anything with the ball going into halftime. Fourth down and three. Ball is spot on the 20-yard line. 243, 42-41. As Decker comes out, four wide receivers. Morgan the lone back as there's going to be a timeout on the field. Upper Moreland burns another one. We're going to step aside with 2.35 on the clock. You are listening to this presentation of District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Seven plays, 47 yards, fourth down and three from the 20. Four wide receivers for the Golden Bears. Morgan the lone back. Decker's going to take the snap, and he is going to be sacked. Big sack here. And that's Jeremy Dembry coming in through the middle. And bringing down Decker, a huge play in a huge moment there for Academy Park. Much needed to get some momentum back on their side. Knights take over. Ball's on the 26. It's going to be a six-yard sack with 2.31 on the clock. Knights are going to have to try and find the end zone here. Decker with a three-step drop, trying to find somebody, but couldn't find anybody. And Denbury came Right through the line of scrimmage at the snap of the ball. Great job by the AP defense. Four wide receiver set. Spread formation. Man goes in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep. 
to Burnell on the outside, and he is going to be rattled down at the 31. It's going to be a gain of five He's brought, for the sophomore. Brought down by Tim Duff. The senior. There you go with the jet sweep to Burton. As they put Wesley as his lead blocker. Tries to get to the outside, but picks up a good five yards on first down to try to get something going here. Second down and five from the 31. They spread them out once again. Four wide receivers. Burns in the slot. Collins gets the snap. It's going to be an option. It's going to be thrown to number one in the backfield. That's going to be Covert, who's going to plow his way close to the 40. They're going to give him the first down. Ball's on the 39. Number 72, Corral in on the tackle for Upper Moreland. And Covert gets it, a little out pass, and finds a crease for a first down. 135 remaining in the second quarter. It's going to be a handoff to Wesley. He's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. Good job by number 30, good, number 32, Piranos. Yeah, inside zone play to number three, Wesley, but he is hit immediately by Upper Moreland's defense. Academy Park burns another timeout, but we're going to keep it here, Steve. A minute 28 remaining. You think they had to put it in the air? Yeah, and, you know, we've seen, you know, for throughout most of this year, Moores, Taylor Moores was their quarterback, but last week, Joan Collins gave him a little boost of energy after a few games where they didn't score many points. Um, and, we're, you know, we're waiting to see this explosiveness of this offense. We saw it on the first drive, and it was only two plays, mm-hmm. but, you know, they scored quick off that kickoff return but and so far this half steve i mean these teams are playing like the game just started you get that feeling i mean there is no no uh any letdown or or uh, degradation in their play in terms of they neither of these squads seem like they're getting uh, tired at all if anything they're getting more energized as this first half continues steve they're well conditioned and they know what's on the line tonight uh, but i'm sure you'll see a little bit of Tire legs out there come the fourth quarter. Second down and eight from the 41. Spread formation. Collins is going to look to his right. He gets pressure. He's going to toss it to his man in burden. He's going to stiff arm, and he's going to be down at the 45. Good job by Pagano. The Rileman down in bounds. Yeah, he keeps him in bounds. 115 and counting, and uh, his whole complexity of this game can change if AP is able to come down the field and score before half. Because they do get the ball back. So a lot of momentum will be on their side. But we'll see if Upper Moran has something to say about that. Third down and four. Trips formation to the near side. He's looking to burn. No one's home. He's going to loft it in the air. It is intercepted by number 25, Nick Pagano. He keeps his streak alive. After two interceptions last week, he gets on the board here. The captain, Collins, had a great time. And then it looked like he didn't want to throw it. Then he threw it. And I think his arm got hit just as he threw it. And Projection of the ball kind of sat on him, and it was intercepted. Pagano in the right place at the right time, and that is a huge, huge turnover. County Park's defense is going to have to make a stop here, or they're going to go into halftime with a big deficit. First down and 10 from their own 47 are the Golden Bears. They're going to come out with two wide receivers to the far side. They're going to pitch it to Morgan, who has a running lane. He's actually going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage. He wasn't able to make the one-man miss. Great lateral movement and edge defense by Academy Park to contain 
Morgan force him inside and make a stop for a loss of one. And they are very content on allowing this clock to run. They'll have to run one more play before the half. Academy Park will get the ball to begin the second half, though. Eye formation, two wide receivers to the far side. Decker's going to fake the counterplay to Morgan. He's going to look down the field. Nobody's home. He's going to stay inbound and run down to the 49. He's going to gain three, but that will do it here at the half. The Golden Bears lead 14-6 to over Academy Park. Yeah, what a first half it was. Quick first half, both running teams for the majority of it, but we saw a lot of mix-up with balance by Upper Moreland throwing Academy Park's defense you know, for a loop there. Uh, they're expecting Morgan to get this ball, but you've seen a lot of pulls by Decker you know, with uh, running the ball in the QB keepers and play action passes to DeLucas, who you know has really been the story of this game along with Decker. Um, but great job by Upper Moreland in this first half. Academy Park's going to have to make some adjustments and come out as they receive the ball in the second half. Upper Moreland leads 14-6. You are listening to this District 1 Class 3A championship on the Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Jim Alsman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and... Dave DePasqua. Welcome back. The Golden Bears lead 14-6. Meal kicks it away, and it's going to bounce out of bounds, Steve. The Knights are going to decline it as the ball is going to be spotted on the 41-yard line. Academy Park now 14-6. Trying to get something going here. A score on this drive would do wonders for them. Because there's defense works. I mean, most defenses work a lot better with a lead. So if they can get something going here, get that defense back on the field and uh, see what happens. 11.59, first down and 10 from the 41. Empty. It's going to be a handoff to Wesley off the far side. He's going to sliver down to the 44. It's going to gain three. Good job by the senior running back. Dembry in on the, ta- or I'm sorry, number 34 of... Upper Moreland in on the tackle, Tyler Smith. And something that Academy Park needs to start doing is to get Wesley more involved. Jermaine Wesley coming in this game with over 1,500 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns. Was held in check in the first half, but if they can get him going, that will be a key for Academy Park's offense. Second down and seven from the 44. Trips formation to the near side. Collins gets the snap. He's going to toss it to Burden, and he's going to run the screen. He fumbles. And then he picks it back up. Ball's going to be spotted on the 47, but that could have been dangerous. Pagano comes in and makes a tackle. It's like a little hammer screen for Academy Park there. He picks up a couple yards, make it third down and three for Academy Park on this opening second half drive. They're going to give him another yard. Third down and three from the 48. As this third quarter gets underway, three wide receivers tight end on the line. 
Collins has Wesling on his right hip. Collins is going to keep it himself and pick up the first down, getting it across the 50-yard line. Pagano in on the stop and up before a first down run by Collins. Calls his own number there on the QB keep. Picks up the first down up the middle as Academy Park moves the chains here on the opening drive of the second half. Collins has four carries for 17 yards. Big first down to begin this second half. Ball is on the 47 with 10.20 to go. Three wide receivers. Wesley's on his left hip. Collins is going to hand it to Wesley off the far side. He makes one man miss. Another man. He's still on his feet. He's going to be tackled down at the 30. Wesley right up the middle. Behind his big offensive line. Picks up a first down with his biggest run of the game thus far. We just talked about get Wesley Moore involved into the game. We'll open up more things, especially on that zone read. You give it to Wesley enough times up the middle. He has some success. Leaves you a lot more options with Collins to pull that and get in the open field. 17-yard pickup. Balls on the 30. Collins has a bunch formation to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Wesley. He's going to weave his way through the gut. One tackler won't do it. He's going to gain eight. Wesley has all the momentum going his way. Pagano and Tyler Smith in on the stop. But another good eight-yard first down run by Wesley. Second down and two from the 22. The crowd starts to come alive for Academy Park. Spread formation, four wide receivers. Collins has... Wesley on his right side. He's going to fake it to Wesley. Hurdle one defender and pick up the first down. Good job by Collins to call his own number. Number 55, Kevin O'Donnell, the senior defensive lineman, in on the stop. But as you said, Collins calls his own number there. Hurdles a defender, picks up a first down and some more. And Academy Park's offense is rolling here. They made some adjustments at halftime and have come out here firing Set themselves up in scoring position, Dave. First down and 10 from the 14 with 8.45 remaining in the third quarter. Big opening drive for the Knights. Spread formation. Wesley's on Collins' left hit. And there's movement on the offensive line. They're going to call a delay of game instead. Still backs up the Knights five yards. Ball's going to be on the 19. Not what you want if you're the Knights. You have Upper Morn with their backs against the wall, having success on each and every play, and then you get hit with a penalty to move you back five yards. First down and 15. Knights come out. Trips formation to the near side. Collins takes it himself, and he's going to run it up the gut. And he's going to pick up the penalty yardage and more. It's going to be spotted down at the 9-10 yard carry for the quarterback. There goes Collins. A one-two punch of him and Wesley. Once you get Wesley going, Collins can now pull it and find some running room of his own because the upper more than defense has to key on one of them and leaves the other one open. This time Collins takes it. As you said, picks up the penalty yards and more to set up second down and six. From the 10, Collins on the season has eight touchdowns. He's trying to find the end zone to tie this one up. 
It's going to be a handoff to Wesley off the near side. He goes airborne and is tripped up at the five. He's going to gain five. Good job by the running back to try and find the end zone. It's going to bring up a big third down and one. Tyler Smith once again in on the stop. Wesley close to a first down. Third down and one. Four down territory for Academy Park. They're going to spot the ball on the six, so he needs to get about a yard and a half. Four wide out spread. Covert's in the slot. It's going to be a direct snap by Collins, who's going to reach over the end zone, and it is a touchdown for the Knights. Great way to begin this second half. Collins lunge forwards, crosses the ball, cross the end line into the end zone for Academy Park. 14 to 12, and looks like they're going to line up and go for two. That is Collins' ninth rushing touchdown of the season. The Knights will go for two as they are down by two. 14 to 12 with 7-11 to go in the third quarter. They spread it out once again. Four wide receivers. A pair on each side. Wesley on his right hip. It's going to be an option. Collins is going to toss it to Wesley, and the two-point conversion is good in the corner of the end zone. We have a tie ball game. It didn't look pretty, but it worked. Collins with last second, very smart, headed up play, pitches it to Wesley. Touch or Two-point conversion, good. Tie ball game just like that. Tied up 14 apiece with 7-11. Stay tuned. We have a good one here in the District 1 Class 3A Championship. You are listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking, and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Colin, six yards, scamper in the end zone, and they get the two-point conversion. Academy Park ties it up at 14 apiece. In the kick, this one away is Nelson Warlow, the senior. And it is booted. It's going to be caught by DeLucas at the 17. He's going to find his way through the wedge. And he is going to be brought down at the 30. Upper Moore will take over from the 30-yard line. Had a lot of success in the first half. In the running game and in the passing game with those play action passes, finding, uh, Decker finding DeLucas four or five times in the flat for first downs. And we'll see how they come out and approach the second half on offense. They'll take over with 7.04 on the clock. Eric, the Academy Park sideline has come alive. Yeah, they were pretty rowdy there. Uh, like I said, they, they run down the field all the way to the 20 where they, like their box is and they ran down with, with a lot of energy there. The crowd's fired up. Cheerleaders, they have a ton of them. Here they come. Like Steve said, Academy Park would draw something up at halftime, and, and yes, they did. 
Thank you, Eric. As they put Pagano in motion, it's going to be a jet sweep to the near side. He's going to bounce off two knights, and they are going to spot him down at the 36. It's going to be a pick up a six for Pagano. Dazon Miller does a good job of squeezing in and forcing that play inside, but no one came up to tackle Pagano as he picks up six yards there on the jet sweep. The junior is able to pick up six to make it second down and four from the 36. He also has an interception on the game. Decker under center, two wide receivers. He puts Pagano in motion. It's going to be a fake jet sweep. It's going to go to Morgan up the gut, and he has running room. He has one man to beat, and Morgan, he is going to be tackled down at the 20-yard line. What a run by Morgan. Finally brought down by Buchanan. Buchanan shows his speed and heart to chase down number five, Morgan, for a touchdown saving tackle, but an excellent play call there. And execution, they come fake the toss inside counter by Morgan, and he turns off a lot of yards there for a first down. Morgan shows his speed with the 44-yard carry to put the ball in the 20. They hand it right back to him as he plows his way down to the 16. County Park does a good job there on first down, but still, five-yard gain. A four-yard gain for upper morning they'll take that on first down good job by the golden bears to respond after academy park answered the second half opening drive with a touchdown ball is on the 16 second down and six for decker two tight ends set two wide receivers but a man in pagano in motion and decker is going to be hit he didn't even get the play off good job by the knights front four Looks like Port just blew up the play there. Blew up the, the line of scrimmage and hit Decker in the back. With a back-breaking tackle. That, look, that one looked like it hurt. Excellent defense there by Academy Park. They're not fooled that time. Second sack of the game. That's going to back them up to the 20. Negate those yards by Morgan. Third down and 10 with five minutes on the clock. Decker comes out with, it looks like trip to the near side. He's going to be under center. He's going to play action pass and roll back to his left. It's going to be intercepted along the far side and tackled down at the 35-yard line of Academy Park. Looks like number 51 was in on the interception there for the Knights. That's Terrell Lee, their captain, linebacker. He steps in front of the Decker throw, and that's Decker's first mistake of the game. There was nobody open. He wanted to force that one. Understandably, it was third down. He wanted to get something going and set up a more manageable fourth down play. But again, you just got to take that, take what you can get and tuck it in. Unfortunate mistake there by Upper Moreland, and AP looking to capitalize on it. Big turnover, four. 35 from the 35 are the Knights. They come out three wide receivers. Collins calls his own number. He's going to get to the outside. He's going to be tripped up on the 45. All momentum going the Knights way as they're going to give him a first down. Tim Duff in on the stop. But up before a first down scamper by number four, Jawan Collins, the captain at the quarterback position. And this is where Academy Park is dangerous. Off the turnover. Trying to get their offense going. 
Balls on the 46. Three wide receivers. Wesley's the back on Collins' left hip. Snap. It's going to be a toss. And it is going to be dropped by the wide receiver in Covert. The senior wasn't able to reel it in. Covert running down the seam. It's a quick three-step drop and fire by Jawan Collins. But Covert couldn't haul it in, as you said, Dave. Going to bring up second down and ten for the Knights. Ball's on the 46 4 03. It's tied at 14 apiece. Trips formation to the far side. One to the near side. Wesley's on his left hip. It's going to go to Wesley up the gut, but the Golden Bears stack him up at the line of scrimmage. Connor Dolan and others rip down Wesley for a no gain there. They'll give him forward progress. It's going to be no gain. I'm going to bring up third down and 10. Third down and 10 from the 46 are the Knights. Depending on how many yards AP can get on this drive or on this play, it might be four down territory. Again, we haven't seen a punt all night. Absolutely. Trips formation to the far side. One to the near side in covert. Collins gets the snap. He's going to fake the pass and call his own number up the gut. He weaves his way for the first down and more. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30. He's going to get to the corner. And he is in for a night touchdown. That's going to be from 46 yards out. Outstanding execution there by the Academy Park Knights. Collins steps back out of the shotgun position. Fakes like he's going to throw a little screen to the left and takes it in up the middle. And blockers downfield. Nobody on Academy Park gave up. There were blockers well downfield. He cuts it back towards the upper morning sideline and scampers into the end zone to give Academy Park their first lead of the night. Collins' second touchdown of the night, this time from 46 yards. Knights lined up to kick the extra point with 3.06 on the clock. In the kick, the extra point is Warlow. He is 10 of 17 on the season. Clean snap, the kick is up, and he misses it. It's going to be wide left. The Knights do take the lead here in the third quarter, 20 to 14, 306 remaining. You are listening to this District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto and Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, where they have been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto and Tire, have a happy and safe holiday season. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. The Collins touchdown puts the Knights on top. It's going to be from 54 yards out. He also has a six-yard scamper as Warlow gets ready to boot this one away, Steve. 
County Park, just like that, takes the lead. Back-to-back touchdowns to open up this second half. Back to return is DeLucas and Morgan. The boot's going to bounce at the 20. It's going to be picked up by DeLucas is at the 15. He's still on his feet. He's finally tripped up at the 25. That is where the Golden Bears offense led by Decker just threw the crucial interception as the Knights took it to the end zone. Shannon Phillips looks like he came in on the tackle there. Upper Moreland trailing for the first time this half or this game. Have to try to get something to go here. Three minutes to go in this third quarter. Ball is spotted on the 25. First down and 10 for Decker. The Golden Bears come out. Two wide receivers to the far side. Morgan in the back. It's going to be a pitch to Morgan on the far side. He's going to try and get the corner. He cuts it back up, and he is going to be bottled up just a yard short of the first down. He's brought down by Teddy Wright, but just short of a first down. Morgan's carry gives him nine. Ball spotted on the 34. Full house backfield for Decker. It's going to go to Morgan, who's going to get the first down, but not by much. Yep, all he needed was a, a yard. He got two. Chains move for Upper Moreland. They are going to spot this ball down at the 37-yard line. Eric, he just seemed to get that push. Yeah, that was a pretty nice push. Got the first down. Uh, big Connor Dolan up there along with uh, some other the big guys they have in the trenches. Just nice play there by Morgan to answer all the Academy Park momentum right now. Two minutes to go. Ball is on the 37. First down and 10 for Decker. He's going to put Pagano in motion. It's going to be a fake jet sweep, and it's going to be a loose ball intended for Morgan. See who jumps on top of it. Decker was able to jump on top of it, but there was three knights there. That could have been a disaster for the Golden Bears. Heads up play by Decker just to fall on it and live to play another down. They intended the fake sweep to Bagano, and it was a counter play back to Morgan. It's worked in the first half. The Knights bottled it up, and it's going to be a loss. Second down and 19 from the 28. Golden Bears come out. One wide receiver to the far side. Morgan in the back in the eye. It's going to be a pitch to the far side. And he is going to hit a wall. He is met immediately by the Knight Defenders. Port, number 17. One of them in on the play. And others swarm to the ball. Bring up third down and long for the Golden Bears. And going to give it no gain as he was in the backfield. As there's under a minute to go here in the third quarter. The Knights' defense has come alive here in the second half. First the turnover, now the big play, the fumble. Two wide receivers to the near side. Decker's going to throw a screen pass. It's going to be caught to DeLucas, but he is going to lose two yards on the catch. Jeremy Danbury coming in again on a huge play there. That's going to force 
Most likely the first punt of the ball game. It's going to be 15 seconds, so they can elect, and that's what it looks like they're going to do, Steve. That will do it here from Plymouth Whitemars High School Stadium. The Academy Park Knights take the lead here, 20-14, to 14, as they enter the fourth quarter. You are listening to this District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Jawan Collins was the feature player in the third quarter for the Knights, scoring a pair of touchdowns to give them a 20-14 lead. Randy Meal gets ready to punt this one as it's 4th and 19 from their own 28. The Golden Bears snap is high, but Neal is able to boot this one. It is a good punt returnable from the 39 as he is whacked. Number four of the Knights, Jawan Collins did not call a fair catch, and he was hammered. Randy Meal does a good job there to get the high snap. Age and complete the verification to continue. Thanks. And Academy Park. Sorry, fellas. A little technical difficulty. Academy Park will take over here. Up six points, two for two so far in this half. On touchdown drives. 11.52, first down and 10 from the 39 are the Knights. Trips formation to the far side. Collins and Wesley in the backfield. It's going to be a play to Wesley who is hit at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the Golden Bears up front, led by Christian Layden. Exchange did not look clean between Collins and Wesley, but they did a good job of holding on to that ball. Not for any gain, but that could have been... Very, very bad for Academy Park. They're going to put the ball on the 39, second down and 10, as there's just under 11.30 remaining in this fourth quarter. Trips formation to the far side. Collins in the shotgun, Wesley's on his left hit. It's going to be a handoff to Wesley, he's going to look to bounce it back. But not before number 65, Connor Dolan's able to tackle him down. He's going to find his way to the 44-yard line. Waiting and Dolan in on the stop, Dave. Clock continues to run in favor of Academy Park with this six-point lead. They're going to mark it down at the 43. So it's going to be third down and six for the Knights. Crowd comes alive here at Plymouth White Marsh High School Stadium. 
And the Knights will burn their first timeout of the second half. You are listening to this presentation of District 1 Class 3 A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto and Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, where they have been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto Entire, have a happy and safe holidays. Third down and six from the 43, 10:34 on the clock. It's going to be a trips formation to the far side as Collins is going to get the snap. He's going to option it to the far side. He's going to keep himself. Stutter move, and he is off to the races. He's at the 30. He's able to get the corner, and that is going to be another Academy Park touchdown. What an outstanding move there by Collins. A little stutter step inside, cuts that back to the outside, has the sideline, and a block by Covert to set him free for a touchdown and just like that 26 to 14 pending the extra point for academy park Collins third touchdown of the half this time it's from 57 yards out his previous two were from six and 54 and steve you can see collins pointing ahead as he had had some room there getting that block set up and he just whipped right by him no one was going to catch him unbelievable run the knights are going to go for two they have four wide receivers they're going to put another man on the line it's going to be a toss to the end zone but there is a flag before the play they're going to blow this one dead seemed the man was not set yeah they had two guys in motion because one was not set the tight end did not get his hand in the ground as one of uh, the back went out to split end in the motion. and They're going to call legal motion on Academy Park and set them back five yards. Legal motion, correct, Eric? Ref actually said false start, which, you know, they're they're very similar. Same thing, five-yard penalty, but uh, called false start by the ref. Thank you, Eric, as it's going to back them up. It appears they're still going to go for it, Steve. Interesting call. They want to go ahead by 14 points, two scores. It's going to be a bunch formation to the near side. Covert's going to be the lone wide receiver on the far side. Collins is going to look to throw. He's going to throw it in the direction in the back of the end zone for Burden. He's unable to haul that one in. But the Knights tack on another touchdown. They lead 26-14 with 10-25 here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to this District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking, and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. 
Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back. The score is 26-14. to 14. Eric, man, have you been able to catch Collins? I Unbelievable. What a half so far for Collins. That's two long touchdown runs. Of One was 46, and I believe that was 50-plus yards on the run there. I mean, that's what happens when you open up the run with Wesley back there. He got some good carries in the second half, and then all of a sudden the holes open up for uh, quarterback there, Collins. A good half. You know, it's, we, were, we were wondering who would be the starting quarterback tonight, if um, number 10, Taylor Moores or uh, Collins, but Collins is clearly their guy right now. The ground attack is fully alive for the Knights. Collins on the season has 11 rushing touchdowns. As the kick is underway, received at the 15-yard line is Morgan. He chops his feet, and he is going to be bottled up. They're going to mark him down at the 37-yard line after the Warlow kick. So down by two scores, uh, Upper Moreland. Gets the ball back here. Haven't done anything so far in this second half after coming out firing in the first half to take a 14-6 lead in the half. So their game is running the ball. But we saw so far throughout tonight that you know they're relying on that play-action pass to DeLucas. They do have enough time here down two scores. We'll see what they do coming out here. 10-17, full house backfield. It's going to go to Morgan off the far side. He's going to lower the shoulder and be tripped up. Ball is going to be spotted on the 46 is going to be about a nine-yard carry by the senior. And there is a player down. We're going to step aside. You are listening to this presentation of the District 1 Class 3A Championship on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. This holiday season, if your car is in need of repairs, new tires, or is due for inspection, go see the guys at Accurate Auto and Tire for all your vehicle's needs. Accurate Auto and Tire is located on the corner of Oak Avenue and McDade Boulevard in Collingdale, Pennsylvania, where they've been serving Delaware County residents for over 24 years. And for the holiday season, if you visit Accurate Auto and bring in an unwrapped toy by December 18th for Toys for Tots, you will receive $15 off your total invoice. Also, those looking to donate clothing to veterans in need can bring in gently used clothing, and Accurate Auto will see that it gets to those veterans in need. So call Accurate Auto today at 610-532-9914 to schedule your next visit. From everyone at Accurate Auto and Tire, have a happy and safe holiday season. Oh, what fun it is to drive this rusty Chevrolet. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. There's a player still down on the field, but we're going to kick it to executive producer Jim Alsman. There's been several plays, big plays. I mean, you've seen 57-54 and another scamper from six. Jawan Collins is the real deal. Yeah, he's playing amazing, and... uh... Uh, as you uh, ask for that, I'm just going to need to <laughs> respot our stats here so I can uh, pull his up right away. But uh, 
Yeah, Jawan Collins, 10 carries, 162 yards. He's got uh, his longest is for 57, and he's got three touchdowns, 16.2 carries or uh, yards per carry. So he's playing uh, tremendously right now, Dave and Steve. Thank you, Jim. As Collins has exploded in the second half, but the Knights are going to have to hold the Golden Bears' attack to try and get back into this one. Yeah, you know, it's important for Upper Morning to stay true to their game and attain enough the ball to Morgan. But you're going to see a few play-action passes to get Decker to roll out and find his guy in the flat or downfield to get something going. Full house backfield, second down and one. Morgan picks up the first down and more as he carries a few knights with him. He is going to be spotted down at the 43. Morgan is putting the team on his back. Yeah, and this is, you know, there was plenty of time. There was 9.55 remaining in this game. I know you're down two scores, but you can get away with running on this draw. Now, you know, if, if you happen to score here, you get that ball back, then you're going to have to think about, you know, putting the ball in the air at some point. But mm-hmm. with nine, just under ten minutes to go, you can stay you can stay true to your run game. First down and ten as there's flags all over the place. Uh, you look like that Casey Decker used the hard count. And they're going to give him five yards for encroachment. Yep, and that'll help the cause here. And them trying to come back into this ballgame. Free five yards makes it the first down and five from the 38. Full house backfield, and Morgan is leveled in the backfield. Great job by the linebacker to come up and lay the boom. And that's none other than Denbury. Jeremy Denbury once again blows up the backfield. On a linebacker blitz and takes down Morgan for a loss of yards. His seventh tackle of the night while also compiling two sacks. Second down and eight from the 41. It's going to go to Morgan off the far side. He's going to follow his blockers, chop his feet, and he is going to be down at the 36. Give him five. Bring up third down and three. Four down territory, obviously, for Upper Moreland. Be interested what they do here. I expect them to stay on the ground to Morgan. Maybe a little toss play to the outside to try to get the edge. Third down and two from the 35. Full has backfield, but there is flags thrown. It looks like a man moved on the Golden Bears, and yes, it is. That's going to back them up. Make it third down and seven, Steve. And that's probably going to change up the play call there. Go from th- third and three. They're now third and eight. Ball is spotted on the 41. Decker under center, full house backfield. It's going to be a fake to Morgan. It's going to be a keeper by Decker. He's going to look to get to the corner, but nothing more after that. He's going to be tripped up after a yard. Decker fakes the handoff. To his guy Morgan and rolls out to the right side, but is met immediately by an Academy Park defender. Big fourth down and six upcoming for both teams. Fourth down and six from the 39. Eight minutes remain in this championship game. Decker under center, full house backfield. It's going to go to Morgan off the far side, and he is going to lunge forward and pick up the first down. What a play by the senior. Gutsy play call there, fourth and six. But you hand it to your playmaker, your best player, and he goes and gets the yards. Good job up front by Upper Moreland. 
to seal some blocks and create a lane for Morgan. Morgan 30 carries 142 yards so far this evening. Rumbles his way to the 31 to keep this drive alive. Decker goes under center. They continue to utilize this full house backfield. Possibly setting up the play action pass later. It's going to be another handoff, this time up the gut to Morgan, but he is going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Morgan is met immediately by number 42 for the Knights. And that's Fox coming and making a play as he jogs off to the sideline. It's going to be a loss of a yard with seven minutes to go. Ball is on the 32. This time, the Golden Bears decide to spread them out a little bit. They have two wide receivers to the far side. I formation for Morgan. Hard count once again. Good job by the junior to try and get the Knights to jump, and they did. They're going to call encroachment. Gives them another free five yards. That's just a good job by Decker with his hard counts to draw off the county parks even. It's just free yards for Upper Moreland once again. Second down and six. Ball's on 27. Two wide receivers in the near side. I formation. It's going to be a fake toss to Morgan. Play action as Decker rolls to his right. He is going to find his target. It's going to be dropped along the sidelines at the 10-yard line. That's his intended target in Pagano. Pagano had his hands. It was a little behind him, but you got to catch it. That's in your hands. And it's just dropped as Pagano... Was coming towards the sideline. Decker rolled out. Tough throw, you know, with your feet not set. A little behind him, as I said, but you still got to catch it if you're Pagano. That sets you up in the red zone and first down. But now, third and six, trying to convert here. On the 27, it's going to be a run by Morgan off tackle, and he is able to scamper out of bounds in addition to picking up the first down. Ball is on the 20. Give him seven yards on the carry. There you go. Give it to your playmaker once again. Morgan, Rodney Morgan, scampers off tackle to the right side and picks up a Golden Bear first down. Good job by the senior to also get out of bounds, to possibly stop this clock as Decker gets the call. 20 yards to try and find the end zone and possibly get the onside kick. Empty backfield, five wide receivers for Decker. He drops back and he lost it to the end zone and is going to be intercepted in the end zone by the by the Knights. I was a, that is number four of the Knights, Jawan Collins. He has three touchdowns. Let's give him a pick as well. Great coverage there by Collins and. A three-step drop by Decker. He, he tries to find his target, number 12, Ryan Norton, the senior re- t- uh, receiver and tight end, and the ball just sails over his head into the arms and hands of Jawan Collins. And that's for a touchback. So Academy Park will take over from the 20-yard line, 6.23 to go, up by 12. You have to be uh, impressed by the senior's play. He has three touchdowns in the second half, now adding on an interception. Trying to cap off this game. Three wide receivers. Wesley on Collins' right hit. It's going to be a read option as the handoff 
is going to go to Wesley. He's trying to bounce it to the outside, but he is going to be tackled by Morgan. Good job by the running back to play on the edge. They're going to give him two. Morgan comes on, makes a nice play on Wesley. Inside zone play, but nothing doing up the middle. So Wesley bounces the outside. Morgan comes up and makes a nice play just for a two-yard gain. Second down and eight from the 22. Four wide receivers. Cover on the far side. Burden on the near side in the slots. Collins gets the snap. He fakes it. He's going to throw it up the scene. Intended for Burden. Incomplete. Stops the clock. That is something the Golden Bears wanted. Big third down and eight with 535 remaining. Yeah, it's the seam route. And or a route right up the seam, fly route right up the seam. And uh, second time we've seen this, the second time they weren't able to convert. I mean, it's tight coverage. It's just a quick step back and throw by Collins, but couldn't find his intended target there, Burton. Knights come out, trips to the far side. Covert, the lone wide receiver on the near side. Wesley's on his hip. It's going to be a run to the near side. Collins makes one man miss. He's going to stay out of bounds. Number 34 of the Golden Bears is able to bottle him up, and that is big number. That is Tyler Smith. He's going to be short. Almost picks it up. It looks like Cover was his lead blocker. He took out two defenders of Upper Moreland, but Collins isn't able to get to the first down, and they're going to let this clock run. And looks like they're going to send out the punting unit. Smart decision there. They're going to let the play clock run. It's fourth down and one from the 29. Number two of the Knights, Kareem Burden's in the punt this one away, Steve. But I want to be shocked if it's possibly a fake. It'll be a risky call to fake this one. Up two scores. Because you give up or more in a great field position. But you never know. It is a wobbler and kick. It bounces on the ground. It's going to take a night bounce and continue the roll. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 40, about the 43-yard line is where the Golden Bears possession will take over with 427. Yeah, not, not the best pump, but it, you know, it was a good job to get it away and got a good roll there. So you flip field position, you make Upper Moore and start from their own. 42-yard line, down by 12 with just 4.27 to go, and they're going to have to start to put this ball into the air down two scores. Full house backfield for Decker. It's going to be a handoff to Morgan off the far side. He's still on his feet. He is going to be tackled down at the 47. Give him five. They keep it on the ground here. Morgan picks up five yards on first down. Good run, but again, you're working against the clock down by 12 points. Last week, Morgan went for 36 carries. Tonight, he has 33 for a buck 53. It's going to be a fake to Morgan as Decker's going to throw it back to him as he is going to make one man miss, and he is going to go along the sidelines. He's still on his feet. He gets tripped up at the 42-yard line. He gets the first down and a much-needed momentum builder. Little screen pass to Morgan. Looked like a Park sniffed it out, but Morgan 
Makes a nice sidestep, rows up the middle, and picks up a first down. The clock stops to reset the chains. First down and 10 from the 42. Decker puts Pagano in motion. Flags fly. Flags all over the field on this one. Looks like they're going to get upper Moreland on a false start. False start against the Golden Bears. Makes it first down and 15. All momentum going towards the Knights, Eric. Yeah, I mean, Upper Moreland can't afford to give away yardage right there. That's a big penalty, even though it's only five yards. But, you know, we'll see what happens here. Sure, they'll give the ball back to Morgan. High formation. It's going to be a fake counterplay to Decker. Is going to launch it. It's going to be caught near the first down marker. The ball comes loose after the play. They're going to mark it incomplete. Intended target, I believe, was DeLucas. It looked like it was... Number 12, I think Norton might have. I think it was Norton? Yeah, Norton came in. He looked like he hauled it in and then couldn't tell who it was. Maybe Buchanan came in on the tackle from the other side and broke it loose from his hands. We'll bring up a big second down and 15 play here with 3.17 to go in the ballgame. 26-14. Leading are the Knights. I formation from the 47-yard line. It's going to be a draw play to Morgan, who's going to escape one tackler. He's still on his feet. He's able to elude four tacklers by Academy Park, and it's going to be close to the first down. What a play by Morgan. I mean, he is so impressive in there. I mean, again, he reminds us so much of a guy we covered last year, Adrian Sadness, who's so hard to bring down. You need... You know, three, four tacklers on him, and what an impressive run there by Morgan. It looked like he was stopped dead right at the line of scrimmage, breaks a few tackles, lunges forward, and picks up a first down. And Morgan, Steve, and Dave, 34 carries now, 168 yards. After that 15-yard pickup, Morgan appears to be down. So Eric along the sidelines, you have to think, you saw that way he runs. He runs so hard, he's able to make men miss. Yeah, he's so shifty, elusive. He's so powerful, too. So, I mean, not only can he make men miss, he can run people over, too. But this drive, you're seeing, he's just making something out of nothing. There was two plays on this drive where you mm-hmm. thought Academy Park had him dead to rights, and Rodney Morgan just used his athleticism to, you know, get them that first down. So we got three minutes and seven seconds left here. We'll see what Upper Moreland does. I mean, I'm sure they'll be going back to Morgan, even though they should be going to the pass soon. Thank you, Eric. As the injured player still down on the field, we're going to step aside. You are listening to this District 1 Class 3A championship on the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Academy Park leads 26-14. to 14. They had to be impressed by Jawan Collins, who's ran it in three times in the second half. And that is where we are with three minutes to go. Ball is spotted on the 32. First down and 10 for Decker, who has two wide receivers to the far side. They're going to pitch it to Morgan. He has some running room. He makes one man miss. He dives forward, and they're going to mark him down. First down, Morgan is running wild. Yeah, Morgan, guy who squats over 500 pounds. Uh, horse in the weight room, also a horse out here on the field. 
picks up a first down on the toss play, but, you know, clock is against you here. But they are doing what works for them, and that's to give the ball to Morgan. Ball's on the 21. They do the same exact play. This time the Knights aren't fooled along the outside. I believe it was Buchanan who tripped them up. Yeah, AP defender this time comes in and makes a play. Nick York as well comes in and trips up the upper Moreland running back, Rodney Morgan. Good job by the Knights to try and set the edge. Morgan is so strong. You have to think they're going to have to put it through the air. You have second down and 13. you got 2.35 remaining. You're going to most likely kick the onsides to try and get the ball back. At this point in the game, yeah, if you score, you got to do an onside kick. Mm-hmm. It's like two remaining timeouts for Upper Moreland here. Uh, it would be nice if they could keep them. Uh, but, again, the, the first priority not to look forward to, for an onside kick is to just score here. Mm. And try to get some points on the board and then worry about an onside trying to recover it. Last time the Golden Bears tried to launch it to the end zone that was picked off by Collins. You have to think something in the flat most likely. DeLucas has been open primarily in the first half. We've had luxury of watching a lot of good running backs this year. Mm. Rodney Morgan being one of them, of course. The two from Marple Newtown, the young guys, Fallos and Marlon Weathers, who will have an opportunity to watch for two more years, but Ronnie Morgan really doing some work tonight. Second down and 13. Play action by Decker. He's looking to the end zone. Nobody's home. He's going to try and run out of bounds, and that's what he does. He gets out of bounds. He picks up a few yards. We'll see if they spot it. They're going to spot it down at the 24, so they're not going to give him anything. Third down and 13. He just rolls out of bounds. Stops the clock there. Big third down play here. And speaking of good running backs, Isaiah Bruce of Upper Darby broke the single season record set by Tony Cansey yesterday. He's the all-time leading single season rusher and most touchdowns in a season in Delco history. Decker under center checking in is Sean McKinless. They have Pagano roll in motion. Decker's going to roll back. He's going to loft it up. Is nearly intercepted as there was nobody home. The closest man was Christian Lading, but that one had been to his offensive lineman. Yep, and this is huge. Fourth down and 13. Pretty much ball game for Upper Moreland. This is their season on the line. This is a district championship on the line for them. But going back to the last play, County Bark breaks through. The line of scrimmage gets in the backfield and rips down Decker as he gets the ball away just in time, but fortunately it wasn't intercepted. Mm-hmm. And now they're set with a fourth down and 13. Fourth down and 13. Trip formation to the near side. Decker's looking to his right. He rolls back. He's still on his feet. He's going to call his own number. He's still on his feet. He's going to take three men with him. It's going to be close to the first down. But it looks like he's going to be a yard short. Is that correct, Eric? They're, they're going to have to bring the chains out. It's really close. Um, I don't think it's a full yard. It might be inches. We'll, uh, we'll see what they do. They're going to have to measure this. And, Steve, I mean, a couple guys missing, completely whiffing on trying to get him, and he is very elusive, Casey Decker. Yeah, a very gutsy run there on 4th and 13, and he's right at the markers. This is going to be close. Initially, it looks like he's short. 
Decker, the junior, 5'11", a buck 60. This does look short. This looks like it's on the 12, and if that's the case, this is not a first down. And it is going to be short. The Knights will take over with 2.10 remaining, and that will most likely do it, Steve. Yeah, I mean, Uppermore does have two timeouts, so they might get the ball back. Uh, but again, you know, down two scores. It looks like Academy Park is well on their way for their second district title in three seasons. Collins comes out. First down and 10 from the 12th. Academy Park's crowd is tasting that victory. Bunch formations in the near side. Covert the far wide receiver. Wesley's on Collins' left hit. Collins calls his own number, and he is going to go off the far side. He's still on his feet. He's finally tacked down at the 17-yard line. Ball continues to run, and Upper Morning finally calls a timeout to stop the clock. They're going to burn a timeout. We're going to keep it here. A buck 52 as Academy Park has been clicking on all cylinders in the second half. You have to credit Coach Voshevsky. They changed a lot of things defensively and offensively at in the locker room. Yeah, down 20 to or it was tied 14 to four, or down 14 to six at half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they weren't really playing their game. They've been playing all year. I mean they're 12 and 0 for a reason, but they made. Halftime adjustments, as good teams do, and they've executed here in the second half, and it's been all Academy Park for the most part. 20 unanswered. Yeah, 20 unanswered points, and that's why they're up 26-14 to 14 right now. So second down and four from the 18. The Knights are coming out after the timeout. Collins on the day has three touchdowns all on the ground. He has one from 6, 54, and 57. Additionally, Wesley ran one in in the first quarter. Three wide receivers set for the Knights. Collins takes the handoff. He goes forward, lunges to the 20. And there's going to be a flag thrown after the play. And this will be very important. Academy Park's clapping initially, and it's on Upper Moreland. That's going to about do it because that's going to give them an automatic first down, whereas Upper Moreland could have had the ball back possibly with just under a minute to go. Personal foul against the Golden Bears, and that will do it. All the Knights have to do is take a knee. And how about that, Steve? You know, I talked about in the first half about uh, – a possible undisciplined Academy Park team. They were, you know, they were a little flamboyant to say the least. And look at this. And clearly during halftime, the coaches for Academy Park addressed that with the team, don't you think? Yeah, they cleaned up a lot of penalties that they committed in the first half. Only a few this half. Uh, but again, that personal foul really does hurt Upper Morning. As all Academy Park has to do is kneel the ball. It's going to be a handoff to Wesley who's in the backfield, and they're going to blow this play dead. He's going to be tackled down at the 32-yard line. 
Original line of scrimmage was a 35. Upper Moore is going to let this clock run out. Not use their last time out. And Academy Park will be the 2015 District 1 champions and get a berth into the state championship next week to take on state finals, excuse me, first round of state finals to take on either Imhotep or uh, Archbishop Wood. And those two teams play tomorrow night. Second down and 14 from the 32. Collins has a spread wide. He's going to take the handoff, and he has the corner. He's got Rodney Morgan, who stiffs arm to the ground and just go out of bounds and slide down. Layden jumps on top of him. There's going to be a flag thrown at the 45. As There is also one at the line of scrimmage. See, they discuss... There's two fouls on the play. Eric, I believe there's one at the line of scrimmage for holding. Yeah, it appears the first one would be holding on, on Academy Park, but the second one could be a late hit personal foul on Upper Moreland as uh, Collins was going down there towards out of bounds. Thank you, Eric. You don't want to see this game get any more out of hand. All they have to do now is take a knee as there's 24 seconds remaining in the ball game. Still talking about it. You have to credit, though, Upper Moreland's Rodney Morgan is going to finish with over 2,400 yards rushing his senior season. Very, very impressive season by Morgan. But Academy Park, 24.1 seconds away from celebrating this one. The play is offset, and the ball is going to be spotted down at the 40-yard line. First down and 10. All the Knights have to do is take a knee. And a knee really negates any of these penalties. Um, So hopefully they'll take a knee here to just end this game. Collins gets into the victory formation. Waiting for the signal. Collins takes a knee, and that will do it. Academy Park wins their second District 1 Class 3A championship within three years. You have to credit the coaching staff in addition to the players as Coach Voshevsky gets a Gatorade bath. Yep, well-deserved Gatorade bath. Both teams will have to meet at midfield. Good job by and the referee. Look. Yeah, this is a this is a wild scene. Yeah. You don't. They, ref, didn't, they ref, didn't line up for the fifty yard line. The referee should not be leaving the field. They should uh, control what's going on in the field here. Well, we've seen this all year by the PIAA referees. Nonetheless, the district final champion will be Academy Park, and we still have not seen both teams shake hands yet yeah i mean it, it's 
it is poor form on these uh, referees to really not try to organize this sportsmanship. Come sportsmanship on, sportsmanship, and, and you know, obviously the 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 code, the, the sportsmanship, you know, code of the PIAA even speaks to this, obviously. But as Steve said, um, you know, it's hard for me to sit here and um, be, uh, you know, um, these guys come in and they do a tough job. Um, and, uh, but, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a bit of professionalism that you hope for. And I gotta tell you, um, I've yet to see it this season except for one crew, but it's nothing to, uh, not, not a way to end a broadcast because this was an awesome game. These teams played really tremendously. Uh, Upper Moreland did, did, uh, lose here, but they have nothing to hang their heads about. Um, they played a very, very, uh, inspired game. Steve, there was no uh, let-up in any of the fight with uh, either of these teams. No, they both fought to the finish, and that's what happens when you get to this game. Uh, you know what's on the line? That's what happens when you get to the playoffs, nonetheless. And both coaches doing a good job here trying to get their team in order. And understandably, County Park's very excited, but mm-hmm. coaching staff is doing a good job to clear the field of all the students and to try to get both teams in line to shake hands. And I'm sure both are... Coaches are echoing the, just say, good game, shake hands, and move on. Academy Park had a second-half outburst, scoring 20 unanswered to make a 26-14 final, particularly due to the play of Jawan Collins. The senior quarterback ran three touchdowns, one from six, one from 54, and another from 57, while also including a pick in that equation on defense. Yeah, let me go over some numbers uh, before we get out of here, fellas. Jawan Collins, um, he was 3 for 7 for AP for 15 yards. Not a lot of passing, but uh, rushes, 15, 189 yards, 57 long, 3 TDs. Wesley, 15 carries, 65 yards. Um, Decker for Upper Moreland ended the night, 10 for 15, 102 yards, 2 INTs. Rodney Morgan, 36 carries, 176 yards. 44 was his longest, 4.9 yards a rush. Decker had 14 for 31. Nick DeLucas, 7 catches, 76 yards. Pagano, 1 for 12. So um, if you look at some of the numbers, uh, first downs, AP 13, Upper Moreland 20. Total yards, AP 274, Upper Moreland 315. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, looking at some of the uh, rush yardage uh, here, Academy Park 31 for 259, Upper Moreland 51 for 213. Steve, Dave, um, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up here, and I have some final words as you guys get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, great game by both teams. Congratulations to the district champs, Academy Park, their second title in three years, and I just want to say thank you to, uh, you know, Dave, Eric, Greg, and Jim, of course, for uh, allowing us to do this broadcast. We've seen a great season um, in the playoffs all season long by, of course, the team we cover, Marple Newtown, who's had one of their best seasons in school history. An honor to cover them all season long and an honor to do this game. And we just want to thank all of our listeners who, you know, we really feed off of. And uh, it's, it's really been a great year and, uh, you know, very uh, – you know, excited to get next season started, but uh, you can't thank our listeners enough, especially the great uh, 
our list, one of our biggest fans, Joe Fallis, who, uh, you know, we say that with heavy hearts, who we really, absolutely, really Steve. miss. But, uh, you know, again, thank you to the fans. Thank you to you guys. It's been a great year. Can't wait for uh, next August. Final thoughts, Eric? Yeah, just to piggyback off of what Steve said, just a fantastic football year for our Marple Newtown Tigers. Good way to go out in the district title game with Academy Park and Upper Moreland. A fantastic football game uh, for these two squads here. Um, you know, like Steve said, Joe Fallows, you know, t- you know, big loss there. Um, you know, great that Marple Newtown won that game at Pottsgrove. That was an inspiring effort. A um, little bittersweet. We kind of wish we would have seen our Marple Newtown Tigers, but, you know, like Steve said, it's been a wonderful year covering these guys all year. Um, thanks again to our listeners. Thanks to you, Steve, Jim, Dave, Greg, everybody else. Thanks a lot from the Tigers Radio Network. Appreciate it. Yeah, and Dave, um, you know, a lot of people always ask me, especially after this game, why do we do this game? And we've been doing it for, I think this is our fifth time now, fifth consecutive time that we've been doing the District 1 Class AAA uh, playoff game. And it's a question that actually came up uh, earlier today. And, uh, you know, we do it out of uh, Delco football solidarity. That's what I always tell people. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a lifetime resident of Delaware County from Broomall now in Havertown. And, uh, you know, you know, we talk about high school football all the time. I mean, uh, I take it for granted because I, I can talk to you guys about it. But, but the other people that, you know, they ask me about it, um, you know, we just love the local high school football scene. So we're honored to be able to do this game. And, you know, it's it's tremendous uh, opportunity for exposure for our program, our school, mm-hmm. and the three of us went to Marple Newtown, um, and uh, that's very important to us. So, um, you know, we're, we're proud to be graduates, but to continue to give back to the community that gave us so much. So I appreciate your listenership, all of our listeners out there. Um, this has been a tremendous ride, and it's going to be the our final broadcast of 2015, but I appreciate Greg Pecco, who's down in Myrtle Beach, who's been contributing uh, to the um, radio broadcast and our podcast with his midweek reports and providing content to the, to the website. And um, just appreciate his efforts staying with us on uh, here, even though he is uh, pretty far away. But he is, just like us, loves Delco football, Ridley graduate. And uh, appreciate Eric Deepentima, our newest addition this year, for his sideline efforts. And he he'd, uh, every week a big long drive, a heavy commute, but he's been doing it, and we are very grateful for uh, 13 weeks in a row. Of course, to the two gentlemen that head this broadcast and really make it fly, uh, Steve Reynolds and Dave DePasqua. Appreciate your efforts, and Steve, thank you for your kind words. And uh, Dave, you'll have the final word. Thank you, Jim. I just want to reiterate what I said last week. It's been a great season. Filling in for Greg Pecco, learning from Greg all season. Can't thank him enough for all he does to this Marple Newtown Tigers program. I'd like to thank Steve, Jim, Eric, Tommy Peel for spotting for us all season. It's been a tremendous season, especially for Marple Newtown, as Steve said. First playoff victory in program history. The three of us have gone to Marple Newtown. Can't thank Jim enough for everything he's done, and especially to grow and experience what I've done this season. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics, and on Instagram at MNTigers. 
Color commentator, Steve Reynolds. Sideline reporter, Eric DePentima. Co-executive producer, Greg Pecco. Athletic director, Plymouth White Marsh High School, Charlie Forrester. Engineer, statistician, and executive producer, Jim Olsman. I'm Dave DePasqua from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, My Way Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarkleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!